Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 18 of the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. Coming to you day early, bringing you a special Thanksgiving episode as our gift of thanks to all of our listeners out there. Uh, if you are new to the pod, you can um, join the Facebook group, catch us on Twitter. Uh, I think I think Hickman took over the the Twitter Twitter feed one night this week to do a little chicken nugget review. Uh, so if you missed that, feel free to check that out. But speaking of Matt Hickman, we got a substitute. We got some some sports nuts here, an oldie but a goodie. Face you're familiar with, voice you love, Christopher Collette. What's up, fellas? And out of the bullpen, we went to Roanoke, Virginia to get the bearded wonder, the ladies' man, hi-ho silver himself, Coltane Huffman. Cole, how's it going? Hi-ho silver. <laughs> Never thought this would happen again. It's good to be back. <laughs> Well, after the after the ratings after the last pod you were on, we didn't think it happened again either. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> the gift keeps on giving. <laughs> that is Cole Uffman. Well, guys, I don't know about you. We talked a whole lot of sports last week. We do not have a whole lot of sports to talk about. College football teams played nobodies last week. College basketball is early. NBA is barely on. Supposedly, the hockey season is already a fourth of the way through. So, we got something big on the calendar coming up, boys. We got Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, Gobble Gobble. So, we're going to do a whole bunch of turkey talk. But to kick this off, guys, any Thanksgiving traditions that you guys either had growing up or that you guys live up to now, um, anything special you guys do for this, this feast of a holiday, Chris? Um, when I was growing up, we'd always go to my granny's house. Um, she would have a feast cooked, like just absolutely food out your ass. Just any, any kind of food. <laughs> Do not um, recommend that. Grandma's home cooking. And, uh, food out your ass. there was, there was always a card table set up. So they're always playing cards and eating food. It was, uh, it was one of my favorite things to do growing up. I love playing cards. Um, as both of y'all know, we're drafted in vegas next year for the fantasy football draft there's a good percentage chance i may not make the draft i'll just be uh at the poker table so I, uh, uh i've already informed the commissioner i don't expect you to actually attend the draft yeah so that, that's where my love for cards started um it, it's all just junk food and uh junk food and cards uh, that was that's a great memory uh now i don't really have any thanksgiving mem- like special things i do um I guess the only thing it would be would the Saturday after Thanksgiving. The last two years, I played a golf tournament with my brother at the golf course right next to my house. We, uh, how is that any different than every other Saturday of the year? Uh, I wish I played every Saturday of the year. <laughs> but we uh, we get a case of beer. We have a good old time. They have a taco bar at the end of the end of the round, so it's a free taco bar. Um, it's a good time. Uh, we suck at golf, uh, but yeah, we have a good time. Now, Chris, when you guys eat at Granny's, is there a specific time you guys eat, or is it is uh, it a start, lunch thing, a dinner thing, or is it a free for all? We start eating at ten thirty in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Ten thirty in the morning, and it's 
Now is that All turkey day. and everything, or is that breakfast? That's that's turkey everything. The wow. <laughs> I mean, my granny she she used to set an alarm clock for like three thirty in the morning. So I mean, oh gracious, uh, yeah. Chris. I don't understand that part either, but yeah. Cole, yeah. How many how many Thanksgiving dinners have you eaten at ten thirty in the morning? <laughs> if I've still been awake at ten thirty, I guess you can call it dinner. <laughs> that's impressive. He wasn't he wasn't kidding. Uh. Man, uh, we usually just get together and argue over who gets the last bite of cheese um, at the Huffman Thanksgiving feast. Wait a minute, the last bite of cheese? <laughs> no, just kidding. Honestly, we don't. <laughs> Are you guys eating Grandpa's old cheese? Old oh, cheese, cheese out the ass. Is what say. <laughs> no, we uh, we've always had kind of moving Thanksgivings. We'll have, I mean, there's been some years where it seems like we go to three houses just on Thanksgiving. Um, that this year though, I'm happy to say we only have, um, one house to go to. We're going to dinner at my aunt's house at five o'clock. Looking forward to that. And I pretty much have the whole afternoon. We're actually going to go see a movie and kind of continue a tradition. Back when I was a kid, if we went to my family's, um, in Newport news, if we went to Thanksgiving in Newport news, we had the tradition of going as an entire family, usually be roughly 20 people. It's where I first saw the first James Bond movie with Pierce Brosnan, Goldeneye. (laughs) A young 12-year-old male will never forget his first James Bond movie experience. And then a year later, went and saw The Nutty Professor, if I remember correctly, with Eddie <laughs> Murphy as a family. And seeing, you know, your 70-year-old Uncle Dick watch The Nutty Professor with some of the lewd jokes makes it made him rather uncomfortable, which is a memory we all talk about to this day. Who picked these movies? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably, yes. uh, Probably Cousin Kathy. I'm not sure. Cousin Kathy coming through with a wide variety there. Mm-hmm. Well, at the Bryant residence, we have no Thanksgiving traditions. My grew up, my dad was in the military, so we moved all over the place. And so Thanksgiving was kind of like the one holiday we would try to get together with family. And it was seemed like once every like three years we'd go see family that, you know, you're somehow related to, but you don't see them often enough to know anything about them. And it was super awkward. Um, now we just roll up to daddy Ott's house and he likes to cook the biggest bird he can find knowing nobody's eating it, but he's his whole thing is he's going, he's he's going to smoke the biggest fattest turkey he can find. Um, so we'll, we'll head up to old KY this weekend to eat some of the dirty bird. And then we'll be, we'll be back down to K town, but this is the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts pod. So I'm always curious, Chris, if you're eating at 1030, when and what are you drinking on Thanksgiving? Because um, all of us have that family member that you're not sure if you're allowed to drink in front of, even though everybody's of age. It's kind of awkward. So do you drink and when do you drink? Um, growing up, obviously, uh, there was no alcohol at my grandparents' house. It was a big no-go there. So... Uh... You're drinking the sweet tea because it is what it is. We're in Tennessee. <laughs> um, at, at my house this Thanksgiving, uh, we're chilling here. I'm smoking a ham on the smoker, um, and I will be drinking some vodka Ooh. as I'm drinking tonight because vodka is my drink of choice. Um, and also, many vodka rant real fast. So I'm 33 years old. Went to the liquor store uh, the, uh, last week. Uh, every time I go to the liquor store, I just go straight to the vodka aisle. And I do the same thing every time. And after 
I left the liquor store. I asked myself, why the hell do you do this? Um, always look to see whatever fuck is on sale, and that's what I grab. Even um, the Russian stuff? <laughs> it doesn't matter. If it has a little wow. bright colored sticker on there, I'm just like, oh, it's on sale. Got to grab it. And that's, that's the vodka I choose. And I got some really, it was some really cheap vodka this time, and it tastes really cheap. Bold uh, strategy, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, so when I was leaving the liquor store, I was just like asking myself, I'm like, man, why don't you just go grab Tito's every time? Like, Amen. It's, it's not like the extra $6 or $9, whatever it is, is really going to do anything to change your life. So just grab something you like, like Tito's. You're guaranteed to like. So uh, I'm drinking some bad vodka for Thanksgiving this year. Got to finish the bottle. So I'll do what I can tonight. But uh, Thanksgiving, I'll put a big dent din in it. So that's what well, I'm drinking. Well, at, uh, at, at our casa, I'm a bourbon drinker. And so is my younger sister. And every year, it's always this scene. Because every year, my dad acts like he is completely shocked. that Not necessarily that his daughter drinks, but that she drinks bourbon. I don't understand what his deal is, but every year it's just kind of like, Brittany, are you seriously drinking? Going to drink that? Can you so, remind us how old your sister is? Uh, yeah, so my sister is a solid thirty-four years old. <laughs> She's sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Chris, like we definitely just drink growing up. Um, but now that we're all adults, we enjoy our own libations. My dad likes to still treat me like I, I, was, I was back at 21. There might have been a scene, possibly at a holiday party that I might have made. I don't really recall it, but every single uh, Thanksgiving, he likes, or actually Christmas and Thanksgiving, he likes to say, "Now, Chris, are you done making your drink there, buddy?" Oh, I thought kind of, we can hear that. I thought I was muted. My bad. <laughs> I love it when the guest comes in and starts calling people out. I remember my first podcast. <laughs> So he, he loves to, uh, my dad loves to remind me, like, look, I'm going to be drinking this year. And then about two hours into the gift opening or, like, the turkey eating, people are like, hey, uh, did you bring your flask with you? Got anything on you? <laughs> I'm like, no, you told me we weren't doing that. I was just playing. But, like, uh, well, of course I got it with me. <laughs> so you're telling us you lied to your dad every year at Thanksgiving. I just know that he's going to change his mind halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, well, you're a daddy's boy. That's weird. <laughs> well, like I said, we uh, we don't have a ton of sports talk for this uh, for this podcast, but we got a whole lot of chug zipper pour everybody's favorite. So let's jump right to it. Chug zipper pour Cole Huffman turkey. On Thanksgiving, the only thing I'm thankful for on Thanksgiving are pigs. I was poor turkey. I don't even know why. Like most families have it because it literally just sits there. Um, not a turkey fan. I might. I you might. Say it just sits there. What would you want your turkey to do? Well, I'm saying like no one's taking it off of the platter to put on their plate. <laughs> um, everybody's going for for the ham biscuits, the the sliced ham. The cordon bleu, what have you, that we're serving Whoa. at that thing. I mean, we we get pretty fancy, you know. You don't have citrus mint tea, <laughs> and then not like fancy for a family that eats uh, Thanksgiving dinner in Bad News, Virginia. Y'all are pretty highfalutin over there. <laughs> we can talk offline about that. 
Chris, chug sip or pour that turkey. I'm gonna sip it. It's uh I don't know why that why the hell they picked turkey as a Thanksgiving official meat. There's about nine nine other meats I would rather have. Like, why don't you just go get steaks and just grill steaks? Pretty damn good. Cube um, steaks. What do you oh, say? Yeah. Cube steaks. Oh. And then uh I uh I mentioned earlier I'm I'm smoking, doing a honey smoked ham for uh Thanksgiving for us because ham's ham's way better than turkey. Uh I smoked a turkey this past weekend just so I could give like an actual analysis to see if it was just turkey's just not that good or my grandma just couldn't cook turkey and it was okay but it was not better than okay so i'm gonna sip it and that's the best i can do my uncle he does deep fry turkey and it's delicious but outside of that i've never had a turkey that i've actually cared for yeah i'm I'm probably sipping a turkey um we normally my dad normally smokes his his turkey I just don't understand how a bird that is absolutely tasteless ever became so popular. Um, like, like Cole, people eat turkey because I feel like we're supposed to on Thanksgiving, but I don't know anybody that just like loves turkey. And that is, you know, the joy of their life is, is eating that gobble gobble. Um, my daughter likes turkey because we tell her it's chicken and the only thing she eats is chicken. So so you lie to your daughter? We're calling out people lying tonight. <laughs> I will tell you though, the, the next day, the pulling the turkey and making a sandwich out of said turkey doesn't get much better. No, nope, it does. You uh, make a ham sandwich. You have a slice of ham. Touche. <laughs> Some sip in the turkey. Boys, this is probably the most controversial item on everybody's Thanksgiving list. I don't understand why it's on everybody's list. Nobody seems to like it. But Chris, are you chug sipping or pouring this cranberry sauce jello mush, however you guys eat it, cranberry junk? Well, I'm I'm pouring that one out. Um when I go through the line, like for Thanksgiving. I'm basically just saying no, 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 no. I get to the sweets and I'm like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This cranberry sauce, cranberry jello, cranberry mush, if you call it. I don't need no cranberry anything. Like, I'm not here to eat healthy or anything or eat something that's, I don't know what the hell it's for. Like, is it is it to make the turkey actually taste like something? I don't. That's, that's a good question because I don't even know if it's healthy. I mean. That's true. It's probably definitely not healthy. That's the only berry that they could grow, though, on the rock on the actual first Thanksgiving. Wow. We got historian Cole Huffman in the house. Everyone knows this. I'm calling Cole out as a liar right here. They grew cranberries on Plymouth rock. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Cause don't cranberries need to be like in a whole bunch of water to grow. Um, Plymouth rock. They were on a boat. They got there on a boat. It's around. There's an ocean around it. Right. <laughs> Touché. That's the problem. <laughs> Well, Cole, chug sip or pour your uh, your cranberry there, Senor Historian. I will pour the cranberry and add a little vodka, and we're good to go. <laughs> well played. I don't understand. I I think Thanksgiving is just one big, huge tradition of a holiday. Why we turkey? Nobody knows. Why every family has cranberry stuff? Nobody knows. Because nobody's eating it, nobody likes it, nobody wants to eat it, nobody likes making it. It is gross, disgusting. 
pouring out the cranberry. I would love for any of our listeners who like cranberry to hit us up on the Facebook group to explain why. Um, cause I'm, I'm baffled that cranberry sauce jello bleh, is still a thing. I would like to throw out a challenge to all our listeners, Ooh. our listeners, and say during their Thanksgiving feast, they actually just kind of throw their fork down on the plate and just have a phone, have somebody film it and just ask, why are we doing this? <laughs> and just see what people's reactions are and share that on our Twitter account. Uh, there you have it. Cole Huffman in his second to last showing ever on the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, next up on this, uh, on the turkey platter here, Chuck Zipper stuffing, and if there's a difference, dressing, stuffing or dressing, Cole, where are you at? So are we saying stuffing or dressing? Well, where I come from, stuffing and dressing is essentially the same thing. That, I'm really confused right now. That Where I come from, I'm with you. Uh, I, I will, I will um, chug dressing. Or stuffing, or what have you. I'm chugging it. I usually just get a plate of stuffing and a little some ham, and I'm happy. Do you know exactly what is in stuffing? I feel like this is the same conversation we had about three way trades back before the draft. I just know I like it, and sure, I know. Please, please tell me. No, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> honest. I don't know. It's not potatoes. It's not turkey. It's not bread. Like I don't know what it is. And you just you just fluff it. You take the fork. You kind of smash it a little bit, but not too hard. You just fluff it. And if it doesn't taste good, you just put a little more uh, uh, gravy on top. Yep. Just keep pouring the gravy. Chris, where are you at on this stuffing dressing ordeal? I I've never seen any stuffing slash dressing that looks visually appeased like. Visually, it looks good. It looks like straight up just somebody shit in a bowl and just put it on the table. Grandma so her ass. <laughs> yes, that's where Grandma got her secret recipe. Yeah, pulled it out her ass. That's I'm sure it tastes stuff. like ass. I don't know. I'm I'm poor. I pour that out. I I'm a very visual eater. So if something doesn't look good and on on the plate, I like where you're going with that thought there, Cole. But. uh yeah, if something doesn't look good, I'm just like, no thanks. Um, I'm going to sip stuffing. I don't necessarily like it. I, I, just, I do eat it <laughs> opposed to the cranberry junk. I don't know what I'm eating. It honestly doesn't ever taste like anything. Um, but I do eat it because it's out there and somebody made it. And I feel bad if somebody brought, you know, some dish they slaved on for 20 hours and nobody eats any of it. But <laughs> I don't love it. Um so I'm I'm gonna sip some of this stuffing or that's, dressing. That's probably the problem with Thanksgiving right there. Is people eat just nasty ass food with the whole thing is people are like, oh, somebody ate it all. I better bring it again next year. That's you're, you're, a good point. You're the problem, Logan. Just yes. if it doesn't look good, it doesn't taste good, just leave it there so people stop making it. And ask, why are you making this? <laughs> and record it for Cole. <laughs> record it for our Twitter. <laughs> On the Twitters. All right, I'm not even sure why this is a, a topic of discussion, but let's chug zipper pour, Chris, deviled eggs. I'm pouring it out. It's what? No, it looks it looks terrible. I've okay, I can actually say I've never tried one because I just can't look at it and actually put that in my mouth. Like, can't do it. I like boiled 
I like boiled eggs, but just looking at that, just it grosses me out to the umpteenth degree. Not happening. I'm pouring it out. Is, Chris, that, is, is that really what you think? Yeah. It doesn't never... matter what you think. <laughs> Don't make me come to Roanoke. Chris, you eat from 10.30 a.m. till presumably 10.30 p.m. You don't eat turkey. You don't eat cranberry. You don't eat stuffing. You don't eat deviled eggs. What do you eat all day? I I start at the ham, and I skip. I go to mashed potatoes and mac and cheese, and then I skip straight to the desserts. You got to get the fudge pie, the sweet potato pie. Uh, my granny made some popcorn balls, which basically molasses with popcorn made into a ball those are delicious so Good yeah know. chris loves the balls cole <laughs> chug zipper poured deviled eggs chug deviled eggs my dad we talked about thanksgiving tradition At any outing that we go to my, my family has to bring food my dad's always like i got the deviled eggs and people specifically request his baked beans and his deviled eggs Ooh. and they're something special i actually had deviled eggs though from one of my employees' moms. She made them for our friends giving at work this past week. She actually put a pickle on top as a garnish and it just knocked it. It was awesome. Best of it I've ever had. What's your dad's secret ingredient? He uh, goes with Old Bay on top. I believe it's what it is. Old Bay on the eggs. Huh? A little Old Bay, yeah. Huh. Sprinkle a little Old Bay on the eggs. Good to go. I will chug a deviled egg. Because that's how I eat them. When you're going through the line, you have no more room on your plate. You grab an egg and you eat it. Like you that's kill just, like three of them right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how you roll. It's like, oh, where'd all the eggs go? I don't have any on my plate. Who ate them all? Uh, so I'm, I'm chugging the deviled egg. I may have to try the whole pickle thing on top. That may, yeah. may go behind everybody and just sprinkle some pickles on there. I had one the other day. Somebody actually took a little bit of barbecue and put it on top of the deviled eggs as well. Like barbecue sauce or like barbecue? No, it was actually a little bit of barbecue with a sauce, barbecue meat on top of the deviled egg. It was at a, uh, I want to say it was like an, a Mexican restaurant with a little Mexican flair, and it was an appetizer. And it uh pretty dang good. Well, boys, this is a hot topic in my household every year. Cole Huffman, would you chug Sipper Poor the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I'll sip it. I'll sip it on on the event of I always feel like when I wake up and it's on and people are watching it, I feel like I'm in Christmas vacation when all the granddads are asleep. And <laughs> that, that's what was on the TV was the parade. And it's just it's that's one of those traditions where I'll, I'll sip on it. Um, I don't watch it every year, but when there's family in the house, and everybody's watching. It's just, it's just a good nostalgic feeling. So I'll take that. I'll sip it. Chris. I'm going to. No, I'm just trying to think this one over. I'm gonna sip it. Um, oh, I thought you for sure you were pouring this one too, Chris. Um, well, if there's any chance of me getting lucky Thanksgiving morning, it's because my kids watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So, uh, aren't you at your grandmother's? No, I'm not at my grandmother. She died like like six years ago. Uh, that was a tradition. I'm sorry. Dude. That was a tradition. Yeah, we're chilling at my house this year. It's just right. me and my wife and kids. So. I'll put the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on. My kid will see a float or something and just be like, oh, man, I'm loving this. And I'm looking at the wife going, let's let's go to the bedroom, if you know what I mean. So uh, I'm sipping this one. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
In my house, I am chugging a Thanksgiving Day Parade. It might be my wife's favorite thing about Thanksgiving. I've never quite understood it. There's all these singing acts when everybody's lip syncing and it's not even close. You know, the music's over here and the lips aren't even, they can't even keep up with what they're hearing. You the marching the, bands are the worst. You see, I feel bad. Like there's a, um, the local, local school here that the marching bands on the Thanksgiving day parade. And I just don't get it. Like those kids had to raise stupid amounts of money to go and be in this parade. And, um, you know, they're on TV for 0.7 seconds. Um, the balloons are cool, but you see them again for like five seconds. And fun fact, they are probably not having any balloons this year, Chris. So you're going to have to find something else to get your kids' attention. Mm-hmm. On Why Thursday. is that? Why is that? Here we come. Um, high winds are talking about. I guess one of the balloons got a little crazy last year and hurt three or four people. I think it was a oh. Snoopy balloon. Yeah. And so I mean, they're pretty close to buildings too there. So yeah, and I think they're supposed to be high winds and they don't know how they're going to keep them down. So they may just go balloonless. I thought it was going to be like a political reason for a second or something. Yeah. The, uh, the baby Trump balloon is going to be the only balloon out there this year. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that angry girl about the weather probably said no more balloons. They're hurting the climate or something. I don't know. Yeah. The balloons are hurting the climate. So but my wife loves it, and while she loves it, I get to go either play flag football or basketball while the parade is on because we cannot travel or go anywhere during the parade. <laughs> so she wakes up and watches the parade with the kids, and I go do something with the boys. So I am chugging a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. But let's get to the real action here, boys. Chug, sip, or pour. The Lions and the Cowboys, who will always play a home game on Thanksgiving Day, Chris. I'm going to chug this one. Um, and I didn't expect to chug it when I first put it on the outline, but I'm chugging it because Thursday games are just terrible anyways. So why not have teams that aren't that great typically? I mean, I don't know when the Cowboys last one a playoff game is and the Lions, I don't know when the hell they made the playoffs last. So playoffs. I know what just just get two crappy games out of the way. Uh, there's three now. I mean, the third one's just a token uh, just for prime time basically just bringing in the dollars uh, yeah i'm chugging it because i don't want to see actually good teams play like i got my food i'm probably sleeping through them to be honest so yeah chug yeah i think everybody's sleeping through these cole you chug sipping or pouring lions and cowboys i'm gonna chug that uh, again just based on the nostalgia factor um, I remember the year, I believe, was it Leon Lett that actually ran the ball back into his team's end zone? Was that on Thanksgiving? It was on the Thanksgiving game. I remember watching with Uncle Dick and my dad very vividly after going to see 007 night before. That was the best <laughs> thing. That was the best Thanksgiving. Are you sure that wasn't Christmas? No, no Cole, Cole remembers it vividly, Chris. That was the it, best Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. We had good cranberry stuff. From they went to Michael the Vick's dog fights that night. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chug that. What's the other game this year? Uh, the Falcons, maybe? Uh, it's Falcons-Saints. Yeah. Um, they played all two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I'm sipping the Lions and Cowboys always playing on Thanksgiving. 
one, I'm a Bengals fan, and it would be really weird for the Bengals to play on Thanksgiving. I don't really know why, but it would just it would kind of freak me out. Like Chris, I'm sleeping through these games anyway. I hate the Cowboys, so other than hoping that they lose, I don't really care. The Lions, they are what we thought they are. They're awful. Probably going to be that way for a while. Matt Stafford's doubtful, just FYI. FYI. His, his backup's doubtful, too. Driscoll's doubtful. So we're going to get David Blow versus Mitch Trubisky in the in the Wait. 11 o'clock game. Is David Blow a real player, or is that just a make-up, made-up name? So I just searched Lions starting quarterback so I could say his name right. And it says David, B-L-O-U-G-H, pronounced Blight Blow. So <laughs> Chris, David Blow's balls is starting against Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Chris. the bitch. Will you be, will you make the eleven o'clock game or will you still be you know in the throes if you know what I mean? Um, I mean I'm not gonna hurry it up to make make the football game. That's for sure. Okay. Oh, I'm still trying to get over this David Blow guy. Uh, I just watched the epi- the Office episode where Michael Scott was talking about a, a <laughs> blind guy McKenzie or whatever his fictional character he came up with. Uh, he, he says he uses it at improv and the ladies hate it because he's a blind guy and real handsy. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Shout out to the Office Ladies podcast, Jenna Fisher, new podcast. Yeah, Pam and uh, uh, what's her uh, name? Accountant Meredith. No, no, it's Meredith. Angela. Probably Angela. Angela. Yes, Angela. Yeah, yeah, it is a good podcast. Not better than this one though. No, nope. because we're chug sipping or pouring Black Friday shopping. Cole, where are you at? Um, I mean, I'll sip it. It's it's one of those things. Um, so we talked about traditions earlier. Uh, my dad and my sister, uh, since she was probably like seven or eight years old, her and my dad have gone shopping every single Black Friday, and they pretty much knock out Christmas shopping. That's like their day to go out, have lunch, and go go shopping. I think if you're looking for like that one item, it's something fun to do. I still go, maybe I'll, I'll run into Target or Walmart at like 5 a.m. just to see. But anymore, I mean, it's not even really a challenge. People are online now. But it, it's still just something to do for fun. And don't take it too serious. Don't get in a fight. Don't trample people. Don't be a piece of crap and videotape if people are fighting. Like, you know, it, it, have fun with it. Black Friday is not Fight Club. Is that what you're saying? No. And most people that are like, oh, man, you're going out Black Friday. Those are people that haven't been out Black Friday shopping in probably the past five years. It's not <laughs> what it used to be. People. What about the people who say the worst human beings are the people who shop on Black Friday? Because people, you're making people work and not have to spend time with their family. Dumb. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> those people are getting paid double time, making all kinds of money for Christmas gifts. Leave them alone. And if you like, like Cole says, we used to do it before we had kids. Not even that we were like looking for like you know the thirty dollar TV or anything, but it was just it's a fun atmosphere. We go out there. I mean, anymore you can get things online, but most people that are working it. I mean, I worked in retail for a little bit. Like you hate it when you get scheduled for Thanksgiving or Black Friday, but when you're there, it's kind of fun. It's exciting. Like as long as you're not breaking up fights and stuff. I mean, it's you know everybody's in a good mood. It's Black Friday. Like Cole says, you're getting paid double time. Whether I go or not, you still have to work and show up. So I'm not really helping you out at all. Might as well give you somebody to talk to, make you a little money. So Take you some I, good phones, listen to a podcast, sports nuts and beer guts while you shop. Bow, bow. Sorry I interrupted. I got excited. 
Chris, where are you at? Chuck sipping or pouring this Black Friday shopping? I'm going to pour that one out. What? I, I the, man, the man doesn't want to be amongst the people? He's I, tired from his Thanksgiving. <laughs> He's still golfing with bubs. I I hate I hate shopping in general. Like and I hate people in general, so you add more people to the shopping. Except our um, listeners. We are thankful for them. I am thankful for the listeners. <laughs> I'm a man of the people when it comes to that. But when it comes to shopping, I nah pour it out. I if I want something, I'm gonna get it when I want it. I'm not gonna wait till Black Friday to get a thirty dollar discount on something and have to sit stand in line. That's that's not my style, so when I want something, I just get it and I take it. Chris Collette, everybody. <laughs> the guy that has to count on his kids watching the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> Man of the people. All right, I don't know if you guys saw this. This is a legit thing. It was first seen on the Taco Bell website. CNN has done stories about it. Taco Bell recommends you blend up their new chicken tacos to make some sort of bisque. Full disclosure, I'm not real sure what a bisque is other than like a little soup dish that they bring out at fancy restaurants before the meal comes in. To make a bisque, Cole, Chuck Sipper Poor trying this Taco Bell bisque at your Thanksgiving. I almost want to chug it just to actually do that and put it beside the stuffing. (laughs) Just be like, oh, it's so bisque that I made up. Well, I don't know what that is. Well, I don't know what the stuffing is really either. We talked about this. That's some best. I, in a world where people eat Tide Pods, I guess this is like good marketing. Because <laughs> I feel like, wonder like what their sales will do the day before Thanksgiving, where people are actually going to do this just for shits and giggles. Oh, they'll have the shits all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw the recipe. It's not just something you just throw in a blender and see what happens. Like it is detailed. And I don't know if all bisque are this way, but it is some serious work to make this thing. I'm sorry, time out. So you don't just take the taco and just blend it and that's it. You have to do No, that. you have to do a whole lot more than that. Nah. Poor. <laughs> Chris? I, I'm pouring. Uh, I mean, if, if you have a taco from Taco Bell and it sits longer than eight minutes, it gets like really hard as a rock. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pouring that one out. Good point. I am going to sip this. One, I do think it's creative marketing. Two, Taco Bell does this every year where they have their employees try to create new recipes, and sometimes they try to do it using their existing products. So some poor kid probably made some money off Taco Bell by somehow creating this, and not only creating it, but then convincing the higher-ups that, hey, this is a good thing, and people actually try to do this. Um, so I'd hate to see all the other recipes they tried to make that didn't make the cut. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to sip the effort, but I'm sorry. I'm not going South of the border for Thanksgiving. We are here in America. So I'm not trying it, but I'd love for one of our listeners to maybe finally have something to dip that tasteless Turkey in and see what happens. Post it on the Twitter. Post it on that Twitter. (laughs) Tag Cole Huffman. All right. Our last Chug Sipper Pour. I don't know if you guys saw a couple weeks ago, there was a little, little mishap with Mason Rudolph. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback gets his helmet ripped off and then gets hit with it. Well, this week, Browns fans decided to make a Mason Rudolph pinata and take a uh, Steelers helmet 
to hit said pinata to try to break it open. Cole, you're a Steelers fan. Chuck Zipper pour the Browns creativity here. I'm chugging that all day. I think that's great. I think that needs to be a tradition every tailgate game moving forward for the rest of history. The Bills um, break tables. The Browns break Mason Rudolph. If, if he would have been hurt and, 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 you know, hurt at all really from this happening, it might be in bad taste. I would just sip it. But he wasn't injured. Even being a Steelers fan, the and I know you guys probably already talked about it on the last podcast, I believe, or everything that happened. But what I saw was somebody who was definitely getting tackled. He made an effort not to, like, completely demolish the guy. And then Mason acted like a little – Bitch boy. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, he, and that's and I told I told him I was like, he got little bitch boy. And like they were like, what do you mean? I was like, he was trying to act all tough and he was like messing with with uh Garrick's helmet. And Garrick's like, you ever mess with all right, let me show you how it's done. And like so well, that's why he ripped it off. The problem Garrett is, also course, says he was messing with his twig and berries as well. So I, and I saw the kick, you know, I saw the kick. I heard maybe even a word was exchanged, and I he got bitch boyed. And I completely like I was like, you had it coming. Swing the helmet. You did, you know, but he the moment. So I'm all for the Mason Randolph Pinata for the rest of eternity. I think it's a great thing to do every single tailgate. I think it'd be even better if they had a Mason Rudolph Pinata, but Mason Randolph will work too. I apologize. No, he's I'll the quarterback make... the Steelers fans are all trying to forget right now. He's pretty bad. Bring I like Duck Boy. <laughs> Good Chris. old Duck Hot. <laughs> And the best part was watching the people. I don't know if they were drunk or what, but they were like not doing well at all. Trying to get the like, if anything, somebody's going to get injured at the tailgate playing this game. Chris, where are you at on the on the Browns fans? Yeah, we're uh, chugging that one. To the people on Twitter, they get all butt hurt about it. Like, like get out of here with that. Like, it is what, what was, it is. What was the outrage exactly? Like, what were they mad at? Um, they were offended. They they thought Mason Rudolph like could have died from this, and they were like they were outraged by the Browns making light of a situation that was very serious. Apparently, who are these people? Uh, they're the same social ju- justice warriors, sports writers that are all uppity up about everything. Uh, you know who they are. Half of work in healthcare. <laughs> It was it was ridiculous, but it was it was hilarious. Like, like sports are about entertainment, and it's 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 nobody got hurt, as Cole said. So it's it's kind of funny when they when they're out there uh, trying to hit a pinata. So. Um, I know I mentioned this last week. I am still amazed that somehow he didn't get hurt when a three hundred pound D lineman takes a helmet and swings at your head and lands on top of your head. I'm still amazed. <laughs> that being said, I'm with Cole. Browns fans need this needs to be a time held tradition. You take the other team's quarterback and you put them as a pinata, and then you use that own team's helmet to break open said pinata. Um, I think it's right up there with the with the Buffalo Bills fans breaking tables. So I'm I'm chugging this as well, boys. Or just keep it Mason, just so he's always remembered for something. <laughs> just keep it every there. every sports fan t- base in the NFL uses a Mason Rudolph pinata. <laughs> Cole, little bitch that's, boy. That's your million dollar idea. You need to start mass producing Mason Rudolph pinatas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to break down a couple games here. We got uh, probably the biggest NFL game coming up this week. Potential Sorry. Super Bowl matchup. 
quite possibly. I think I think everybody's finally coming around on both the 49ers and the Ravens. Ravens are favored by six in this matchup at home. These two teams are both legit. They're both good. Chris, who you got? 49ers or Ravens? I'm going with 49ers plus six. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. So, give me 49ers plus six. I do think the difference uh, is going to be the 49ers defensive line. I think they can put pressure on Lamar Jackson, and I think they can specifically keep him in the pocket. Um, and I think they're going to cause problems. The the Ravens center, he went on IR today. He was uh, second in Pro Bowl balloting this year. Um, I think it's going to be a big loss losing your center, um, and especially against that defensive line. I think get pressure up the middle, keep keep Lamar in the pocket. I think they're going to cause some trouble. So I expect a low-scoring game, so if you're giving me six points, give me the 49ers plus six. Cole, where are you at? 49ers, Ravens. It pains me to say it, but I'm going with the Ravens with home field advantage plus three. It will be a field goal to win the game. No. I, I'm i going with the Ravens. I don't really care about who you keep in the pocket, out of the pocket. Um, I'm still amazed you look at Lamar's actual numbers for the game. I mean, he throws for 180 yards, runs for 100 but yet we'll have like five touchdowns and 50 fantasy points. So pressuring him in the middle, I mean, I, I just think this offense is is rolling at this point. They're going to run for 200 yards probably on the 49ers. Um, and I don't see how the 49ers are able to keep up scoring against the Ravens. So if the Ravens can score on Bill Belichick, I'm confident they can score on the 49ers. So give me the Ravens by double digits at home. And hopefully this is a Super Bowl matchup that we've all been waiting to see for quite some time. Next, we got two college games. We got Auburn at, or I'm sorry, Alabama at Auburn. Alabama's a three and a half point favorite. Cole, who do you like in uh, in this battle of Alabama? Bama. I go with Bama. I'm going to go plus thirteen. <laughs> Any 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 specific reasons why? They're pissed off about losing to LSU. When did they lose to LSU? Do you remember? Last week. Hmm. Or two. Or three. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Sports stuff. I've been keeping up. <laughs> Chris, is there any way you can follow up that in-depth analysis? I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. I'm going to go with Alabama. Are you writing these predictions down so we can go back and look? Alabama minus three and a half. Um, no, Cole, we're doing this thing where we record a podcast. So we don't have to write things down. We can just go back and listen to it. Saved in the annals of history. Right there in the annals. <laughs> yeah. Alabama minus three and a half. I don't think Auburn can score against Alabama consistently. And I don't think Alabama is going to struggle scoring against Auburn. So give me Alabama minus three and a half. But how's Bama going to score if they don't have two back there, Chris? Well, you see, they have three first-round wide receivers, a pretty damn good offensive line. And I didn't they still score, survive. Didn't they still score 50 last week without him? Uh, that was like in the first half. I think they scored like – I think it was like 60-something to three or something. <laughs> Told you, pissed off Bama. Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah, I am – I'm taking Alabama here. Um, other than the rivalry – I mean, Auburn's kind of 
kind of left on the outside looking in. A win here, I'm not sure, helps them enough. Um, but Alabama does still have something to play for, so I think they'll. I think Saban will get them up for this game. I think they're going to be able to score. Give me Alabama. And last but not least, what some may say is the biggest rivalry in all of sports. Ohio State at Michigan. Cole, Ohio State's a nine-point favorite. Who's going to win this one? I'll take those odds. <laughs> Which way? <laughs> Ohio. They're not playing. Ohio State. The Ohio State University. Oh, hi. Oh. <laughs> Chris. I'm going to take Ohio State minus nine. Um, Michigan has looked pretty good the last month of the season. But I think this is going to be a typical Jim Harbaugh game where anytime there's expectations that they might actually compete and win, um, they get disappointed. It becomes a letdown. Um, I watched Ohio State-Penn State last week, and Ohio State just absolutely curb-stomped them. If they could have just stopped fumbling the ball, it would have been about a 35-point game. Um, They literally fumbled the ball away enough that Penn State kept it semi-close. It still wasn't that close, but... Give me uh, Ohio State minus nine. I kind of like it a lot. Yeah, I am. I'm rolling with the Buckeyes. The school up north and their coach, the Fighting Harbaugh's, never show up to a game. Uh, they basically don't win unless they're favored. And so I fully expect Harbaugh to co- end this season. They've got nine wins now. They'll probably win a bowl game. It'll be another 10-win season that basically means nothing for Michigan again. I don't think this one's particularly close. I don't know how Michigan continues to score with Ohio State, barring massive amounts of turnovers. And as Chris said, it's probably the worst thing that could have happened to Michigan is Ohio State turned the ball over constantly against Penn State because I'm confident they won't do it again two weeks in a row. So give me the Buckeyes. I think they win big. The over-under on that's 50. I'd hammer the over on that one. Um I think Ohio State's averaging almost 50 points a game themselves. Um, so give me Ohio State and the over. Cole, as you finish up your fancy Starbucks triple distilled water there, any closing remarks for the listeners out there? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everybody has a great time. And uh, let us know how that uh, Taco Bell chicken biscuit is. <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody that's wondering, we hope Hickman stays safe. He had some last-minute travel plans. Um, he is on the road with a couple of sick kids, so good luck to you, Hickey. He needs um, it. Yeah. He <laughs> but if you're on the Facebook group, send us a picture of your Thanksgiving spread. If for some reason you like turkey, cranberry, stuffing, um, let us hear about it. And if for some reason you are agreeing with Chris and you don't like deviled eggs, just keep that to yourself and don't embarrass yourself anymore. Yeah. We'll be back next week at a regular time. This has been the Sports Nuts and Beer Guts pod. And if you drink, don't drive, do the watermelon crawl. <laughs>